Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, not quite a Super Bowl edition, one week away I am Paul Charchi, and my co-host today, Brian Johnson. Today, again, every day. Matt, well, every week. Matt. Yeah, every yeah. week. Yeah. Right. yeah, Matt and Fish, dead. 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 We got to get them back on the show. We, we miss them. Our brethren in Fantasy Football Weekly. Thank you for joining us. There's a lot to get to uh, today. We are thinking about, okay, it's... The Super Bowl's next week. We're going to break down the Super Bowl next week in yeah. all excruciating detail. I still need time to just like decompress from my Bengals stunning victory. Yeah, how about over, that? Over you must Kansas be feeling City. pretty good. It, it, it was, it's been a credit. long three years yeah, for me. You went, you went <laughs> Bengals before others, uh, before it was cool to go Bengals. You deserve this win. Enjoy it. it. it it's admittedly a, a bit of a bit, but I, I still root for the Bengals. But real congrats to the, the long suffering fan base fan base for sure and i know i'm talking to a vikings fan yes, right now too, I get so it. you're yes. uh, very sympathetic to that they'll get there someday yeah like, they'll get there again someday i should say it wasn't the outcome i expected i just thought beating patrick mahomes and arrowhead that they might be a year away that burrow wouldn't necessarily be up to that uh patrick mahomes bombed that second half and it, this is good honestly it's good for the nfl because now We've got, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. You know, all roads don't go through Patrick Mahomes all the time, right? You know, we've got what seems like it's going to be an epic dogfight in the playoffs for years between Mahomes and Burrow and Josh Allen. And then hopefully Justin Herbert gets there as well. And the Chargers elevate into this because, man, this is some great quarterbacking in the AFC now. Yeah, the AFC is loaded for it years is. to come at quarterback, the NFC. <laughs> Quite the opposite now. Quite Tom Brady out. Rogers probably out of the conference. Yeah, you go figure Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee is a possibility. Load up the AFC. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a possibility. We'll There's, talk about all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that will in due time. For sure. So what are we doing today, Brian? We were, two, we're two minutes into this. We haven't even talked about what we're doing today. Um, we thought it'd be fun to just already... Work through what we, how we think a first round for next year will go. And what will be interesting, Brian, is 
much later in the in the summer when we're doing this exercise again. We'll go back to February, early February, and see how much things have changed. Our first blush look, and there's a lot of variables with this because we don't know where players are going to land yet, who's going to be where. Right. So the you know there's still a lot of a lot of question marks. Hopefully, no one gets hurt in the Super Bowl either because there's a couple couple guys that will go in the first round. Yeah, yeah. But hey, about that best ball season has started. People are drafting already. I am one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I've already dove. It's crazy in head first. Yeah, I I love it. There's for some people there is no off season, including this show. We're here every week, Fantasy Football Weekly. Thank you for joining us. So we're going to work through our first round of a far too early mock draft. And, you know, I've, I wanted to, you and I did our, we, you and I did our own uh, mock, uh, mock draft, which people are going to hear. And then I did some Googling to just see how it laid out compared to the competition. And as usual, we differ from many other people that are already, that have already done this exercise in some fascinating ways. We'll talk through that a little bit as well. I had the first pick, Brian. And it, the first pick is this is going to be the consensus number one pick in virtually every single draft without variation. Jonathan Taylor, he outscored the next best fantasy scorer, Austin Eckler, by a margin of almost 20%. And he was 50% better than the 10th ranked running back, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. 50% more points. And there's little reason to believe that the Colts offense will be any worse next year unless they just like jettison Carson Wentz and then just rebuild at the quarterback position, I think is the only possible scenario where this offense gets worse. Jettisoning, jettisoning Carson Wentz could be addition oh. by subtraction. I don't care who they bring in. I mean, that's not true. Wentz uh, was wait, yeah, people rag on Wentz way too much. It's he somewhat, was a, he it's was a capable justified. quarterback for most of this season. Capable fair. Yes. It's if you're starting over, who knows who you're getting? Maybe it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's say it's Garoppolo. This team is like, you know what? We've got a great power, great power running game. We've got a good defense. We're going to bring in Garoppolo for a third round pick. Well, yeah, that's the lateral right? move at best. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. Like, okay. Okay. Enough Carson Wentz talk. Right. I agree really, with the pick, though. You got, you got, you got to go Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Not Jonathan Taylor talk because it's too obvious. Yep. All right. So then you were up on, on pick number two. And I think already at pick two, you can go like five directions on this. I know universally it's more one player. But you and I both agree that we wouldn't take that guy here. Who are you taking at no, pick number two? I'm, I'm reaching a little bit. Uh, he's still going to be a first-round pick in pretty much every draft. But uh, I'm taking, if I'm on the clock at number two, I'm taking Austin Eckler, uh, who was uh, third in fantasy points per game among running backs. Only Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry averaged more. Uh, Eckler was one of three, amongst the, along with those two other guys who averaged 20-plus points in PPR per game mm-hmm. among running backs. Going into the last season, people were worried he wouldn't get goal line work, right? Yeah. Wrong. He, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, like almost all of it. Fifth among running backs and carries mm-hmm. inside the five. He had 12. He scored on seven of those. That's, That's great, great production. Success yes. rate. Receiving-wise, 70 catches, 650 yards, eight receiving touchdowns. He missed a game. Mm-hmm. He was limited in the following game, so he didn't even play a full season. But I'm not cons- I don't consider him to be you know, an injury concern or soft or anything like that. And uh, turns 27 in May, uh, really 
a lot of tread on the tires. He was has not like he's been for overused. Oh yet. yeah, for sure. So uh, he might get his most usage in this coming season. And then last, not but not least, he loves fantasy football too. Yeah, well, there's that. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. He understands he the importance yes. of scoring points, which I appreciate. <laughs> so Austin Eckler, number two. You know, I don't have a problem with that, particularly in a PPR league. I especially don't. Yeah. Most people would have taken Derrick Henry here. I would not have. I just think I want to get out a year too early on Derrick Henry. And I worry that the beginning of the end's, you know, the beginning of the end's coming. We always right. knew all those carries would catch up. Now, he's also a totally special guy. And we'll talk, he will be taken in the he first round. So we'll talk more about him later. But I'm with you. I would not have taken him in pick number two. You took Austin Eckler. Pick number three, I'm up in our mock first round. I would go just. Based on what we know today in February, I would go Devontae Adams over Cooper Cup. I think there's a lot of scenarios where Adams is still valuable here. Now, obviously, we don't know what's going on with Rodgers yet, but for this moment, they're teammates. Now, he may be playing with Aaron Rodgers someplace. Someplace he's with Aaron Rodgers. That could be Grim Bay. It could be somewhere else where they go together. Is mm-hmm. not is a real scenario that could happen someplace. As an example... Uh, if Denver does trade for Aaron Rodgers, uh, then Adams goes with him. And you'd expect that like uh, Jerry Judy Might come or, back. or, no, or right. Cortland Judy, Sutton right. or both or something would come right. back, would come back to the Packers. So that's possible. And that's a good outcome for Devonte Adams. Oh, yeah. could go number three. He, if he hits free agency and I think he will, Devonte Adams could be playing for another great quarterback. He can pick his destination. You know, he can decide I want to go, you know, any place he wants, uh, and he could find a destination with a great quarterback. Then that would also validate Devontae Adams being pick number three. He could hit free agency, and he could sign for a bunch of money. Just take the money. He could go Kenny Galladay on it. That would be bad. If he just like goes to a bad team with a bad quarterback, he's there for the money, and he's just like, I'm taking my payday like Kenny Galladay did. That would be a bad scenario, and he would not work out, and he won't stay at number three. Um, in theory, the Packers could franchise him, that, but... They're $51 million over the cap. How can they franchise anybody? Right. So I don't think they're going to be able to franchise him. So I don't think he ends up, I don't think he ends up staying in Green Bay um, and the franchise tag anyway. So I think there's a lot of scenarios where Devontae Adams remains viable at pick number three, and I would take him over Cooper Cup because of the long-term success that Devontae Adams has had and based on what we know right now. What a great segue to uh, the pick number four. four. Uh, I got to go Cooper Cooper Cup here if I'm picking fourth. Uh, Average the most fantasy points per game in PPR among all players. That's even quarterbacks. Yeah, it's impressive. Says something. Yeah. Uh, Just an absolutely ridiculous season for Cup. I I don't know if he can repeat these numbers or to better them. That would Mm -hmm. surely be something else. Um, Turns 29 in June. That's getting there, but we're we're talking redraft. I'm not worried about his... 29 is just fine. He's young. He's right in his prime. Yep. A couple concerns is Odell Beckham becoming more integrated into the offense. Uh, we've seen it through the, the later part of the season into the playoffs and certainly off in, in the off season that will happen. Robert Woods likely to come back, but still cup is just such a safe play with elite upside. And I'm happy to take and, him. You know, Stafford Stafford is still very, very viable. Obviously, playing in the Super Bowl, very, very viable yeah. for the next several years. Just fingers crossed for all those players in the big game. No one gets seriously injured. The number five player in our far too early first round mock draft is Najee Harris. 
Now, you know I don't love taking running backs in the middle of the first round because I can usually get a surefire elite wide receiver. And if it weren't you I was drafting with, I, you know, Cooper Cup would probably be here or Devonta Adams would probably be here. But um, with Adams and Cup off the board, I think Harris is at a point where I would take him. His rookie year showed every trait of an elite scoring running back. He was number one among all running backs in snap percentage. So he was on the field constantly. He was number three in opportunities per games, total touches uh, per game. Touches. Uh, and or, or, it's, it's carries, carries and targets. And targets carries yeah. and targets. He, uh, and we knew he could catch. We knew he could catch, but nobody expected him to lead all runners in targets. And catches, I believe. He and had, receptions. Yeah. He had both. He was ahead yes. of Eckler. Yes, he was. And, uh, he yeah. played 17 games, so it showed plenty of durability. The Steelers' offense was completely broken, and Najee Harris still finished third in fantasy points scored among runners. If the Steelers' offense gets better, they address their offensive line, maybe they get a quarterback who's better than Ben Roethlisberger in his last season, then Shouldn't be Harris hard. has the upside to be the highest-scoring running back in fantasy football. Yeah, I like it. I like the pick. All right, let's get uh, pick number six in our first-round mock draft. We touched on him earlier. Uh, it's still time, or it is time for Derrick Henry. He's still a, a viable first-round uh, selection. Average, Very viable. Average the most fantasy points per game among running backs uh, last season. Of course, he only played in the eight games, broke his foot, mm-hmm. came back for the divisional playoffs. Probably and, shouldn't have. Well, I don't know if the game he, script just didn't go no. his way or whatever. Well, Dante Foreman looked a whole lot better. But anyway. Did. Foreman did look better. The, well, at least he had that one long run. The steel will be out of his foot. He'll be fine. He'll be good to go come Did they take camp. that out or they leave it in? It's supposed, it's, it's, I think it's still in there now, but it, it, will, it, will, be, it will be yeah. out. It's I not, know. It's I not did, in I there forever. I thought maybe it was one of those things that they, they left in. No, I think, right. they, I think they will take it out eventually. That was I think I'd there. rather have the plate in my foot. <laughs> because now I get the stability of the plate. I can kick guys with that. You know, it just seems like a tough guy move. Leave I, the plate in. I have two screws in my elbow since I'm 14 years old. And yeah, I, I'm, what happened? I like being bionic. Uh, pick up football. Tackle football. And you, did busted. you dislocate your elbow or something? Uh, or what? A, a piece of bone chipped off and they had to, to screw it in. Wow. And the worst part was. a big piece of bone if they had I, screws I, in it. I wore a cast. They just said it was like broken elbow for like. Yeah six to eight weeks go back in they're like oh sorry it wasn't this is what we should have done, done the first time yeah, no. like, yeah as, a, as an eighth grader yeah that was that was brutal so it like doubled or tripled your cast total cast time pretty much uh, oh, but, but i'm bionic now which is kind of cool but uh, See, back, it is super cool but back to derek why Henry. do you even know what bionic means because you're too young to remember like the bionic man and the bionic woman because that was when i was a kid I had never watched those shows a whole lot. And I'm not as young as you think I am. I wish I was. But uh, there's also a Nintendo game, Bionic Commando, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. game. All right, so that's your reference point. Got it. But uh, steal or not, Derrick Henry is still Bionic. Uh, turns 28, turned 28 last month. Uh, again, I'm not worried about the foot. Deontay Foreman, we sort of talked about, is an unrestricted free agent. So he yeah, might not he be might there. Be gone. And he's an insurance policy you can grab in later rounds. No one's too excited about him. If you want to talk handcuffs, I, I do. He, I do like that strategy. If uh, yeah. if he stays with Tennessee, so Derrick Henry, still a pretty safe pick. Uh, but again, he's probably going to go earlier in, in most drafts. But I like I like him at six more than two, three, four range. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the second half of our far too early first round draft. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Weekly segment number two. We ran through the first six picks of the our first round of our far too early mock draft. It is Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, then Cooper Cup, Najee Harris, and rounding out the top six, Derrick Henry. Uh, most people have Derrick Henry going two. We've got Henry sliding to six. It'll be interesting to see if either of, if either of us gets talked into moving Henry back up. Um, and that'll be, it'll be tempting. Throughout yeah, the course sure. of the summer, uh, but I try not to yield to the pressure of the consensus. We'll see if it happens. Let's pick up on pick number seven. I would go Travis Kelsey at pick number seven. You know what I'm fond of saying, Brian. You know who's regretted drafting Travis Kelsey? No one. Nobody ever. Yeah, he had a quiet stretch from roughly Halloween to mid-December. And during that stretch, he only scored two times. But then he roared back to form in, from Christmas forward, including a very strong playoff run. Even after scoring just two times in that in that eight-week span, Mark Andrews barely beat him out on fantasy points. And Kelsey did have that long dry streak. And I just the other part of it is I don't know Mark, I don't know Mark Andrews quarterback's gonna be. This thing with that's lingering out there. Jamal, no, sorry, not Jamal, Lamar Jackson's fifth year he does not want to play under his rookie deal going into his fifth year so there's going to be something that happens there and i don't know for sure how that's going to play itself out yet so right now i just want the highest scoring tight end it's the greatest position to need kelsey's always super safe yeah it'll be 32 next season um which worries me a little bit uh and i'd understand if people want to take a different younger tight end but at the end of the day kelsey's got patrick mahomes yeah. just i just don't see the downside and he's a wide receiver he he 85 to 90 percent of his snaps are from the slot or out wide he's not he's like a kyle pitts like effectively that way all right pick number eight of our two early first round all right another guy we hope uh gets through the super bowl unscathed and that's jamar chase i would take with the eighth pick last year adp of 73 that was Mm. wide receiver 29 based off of Bogus reports in training camp from training camp that he couldn't separate, had a couple drops in the preseason. He was the third chase off the board in fantasy football drafts behind Chase Edmonds and Chase Claypool. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not the case this year. Uh, 
2021, he was 18th in targets among wide receivers. Just one. I mean, that's pretty good, but we expect more targets for him in his second year. But he finished fourth in yards and third in touchdowns at the position. His quarterback is obviously elite. They have a special connection. Uh, really, if if it weren't for T. Higgins, I think Jamar Chase would be the consensus wide receiver one. Probably. But there's plenty to go around between mm-hmm. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And T. Still. T. Higgins may make him better because yeah. you, know, you, he, he, you can't afford yeah. to put roll massive right. amounts of coverage to Jamar Chase. Absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, Jamar Chase, eighth pick. I don't have a problem with that. And that's uh, I would have taken him there as well. Number nine pick is a boring, safe selection in the first round, Justin Jefferson. He's proven to be an elite talent and, in, and more importantly, an incredibly reliable fantasy producer. You don't get the crazy highlight plays that Jamar Chase has out of Justin Jefferson. But at the end of the day, like the end of every Sunday, eight catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. And again, I like, I, as we like to say, you can lose your season in the first round yeah. easier than you can make it. I like safe, high-end producers. Justin Jefferson, super safe. Kirk Cousins, very likely, I believe, to stay in Minnesota. Um, nobody has said this, and I don't know this, but I believe that that was part of the deal with Kevin O'Connell was, can you work with Kirk Cousins for at least one year? Remember, those two have a history going back to Washington. Uh, where uh, they they uh, Kevin O'Connell was his quarterback coach mm-hmm. for his last season in Washington, and I think the answer was yes, and that was part of the reason that they hired Kevin O'Connell was they they felt like O'Connell has a chance to maximize Cousins in a way that the the Mike Zimmer administration did not. So anyway, plenty of uh, plenty of good quarterbacking, a great player, a safe pick at number nine, Justin Jefferson. Who did you take at pick number ten? So if I'm looking at the available players, uh, if I have the 10th pick, there are like five running backs you could make an argument for taking Mm -hmm. with the 10th pick. You don't want to start running back, running back in a draft. So I'm not going to take a running back here because I'm going to get one of those five guys on the way back in round two. And I'm going to take Debo Samuel. Uh, Okay. uh, Because, well, dude's amazing. Amazing. Nearly 1,800 combo yards last Mm -hmm. year, rushing, receiving 14 combined touchdown touchdowns. He didn't become the weapon he is until the second half of the season. He only had six total carries through his first eight games. Wow. Now, granted, when the carries went up, the targets went down a little yeah, bit, that, but, which is true. But he did a lot with, with the damage carries. those carries behind an amazing offensive line. Uh, just turned 26 years old, entering his prime years. Uh, likely Trey Lance will be an upgraded quarterback. Maybe they work out a trade for Trey Lance with the Vikings to get Kurt. Something like that might happen. Probably not. I don't think so. But uh, Debo just, he's going to, between catching and rushing, he's going to touch the ball a guaranteed 12 to 15 times a game, at least it seems like. Yeah. And, and uh, find a wide receiver who does that. Yeah. And uh, th- there, there's a, quite a cliff at wide receiver. There's a couple more that are kind of in mm-hmm. the tier of the guys we've taken that will go in the second round. But you really want to lock down a primo receiver in the first or mid-second round. So they're already, Niners are already shopping Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Trey he's Lance, gone. Trey, he's gone. Trey Lance is the guy. Mm-hmm. If Trey Lance, if they didn't think Trey Lance was going to be pretty damn good, I don't think they'd be shopping Garoppolo because he's under a very team-friendly deal, and they'd want to have some insulation in case Trey Lance flops. And there's a real chance, a little bit like how Patrick Mahomes got no time his first year, but they knew what they had. I mean, there's a chance right now the Niners know what they got in Trey Lance. Think of how creative they have already been with Debo with. Garoppolo, but now you throw Trey Lance back there. Yep. 
It's going to be a fun offense. Can maximize oh, yeah, that. for sure. You know, Debo Samuel has the upside of being the highest scoring player in fantasy football, which is something you rarely say about a wide receiver, but mm-hmm. he does. Let me answer this or ask you this. What if Debo Samuel is ruled to be a running back? What if, like Cordero Patterson, there is a preseason position change? If Debo Samuel is a running back next August, are you still drafting him at 10? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, some sites, you know, like Yahoo a lot, they will give dual eligibility. A lot of sites stick to one super as they should. I don't yeah. think they will. I think th- there's a chance he gets running back wide receiver eligibility in Yahoo, but I, I don't think most sites will move Debo to running back. Would it change anything yet. for you? I See, I think he's got a little more value as a wide receiver. But, I do too. But maybe not because you know running back is... Running back's a harder position to fill. Guys come and go all the time. They get hurt all the time. You might have a little more value as a running back. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a coin flip, really. It's not going to, it doesn't really move the needle too much either way for me. I think I would still take okay. him if he was a running back at 10. I might go higher. Pick number 11. Javante Williams, running back from Denver. Uh, the end of the first round here is super dangerous territory for running backs, and I ne- almost never do this. And I'm probably falling into a trap. And by the time September, August rolls around, I probably won't have Javante Williams here. The end of the first round is where you're speculating on running backs, hoping that they'll be worthy of first rounders because the guys who are proven to be worthy of first rounders are already gone. This is dangerous, dangerous running back territory where nine times out of 10, I go tight end, wide receiver, something like that. But for Javante Williams, just, oh, there's so much I like about this guy. First, Melvin Gordon's a free agent. He can land on any of 32 teams. I'm assuming he's gone here. Williams absolutely passed the eye test. We just You watched him run, so yeah. many highlight plays already. And that was in a shared role. And, but here's some analytics for you in case you don't trust your eyes. He had a crazy three and a half yards after contact. Three and a half. He was second only to Jonathan Taylor in missed tackles generated and he did it on 130 fewer carries than Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. If he, he led like every per touch metric out there for running backs. And if he had gotten a a bell cow workload, he would have been RB one by a mile. He he probably would have Javante Williams finished fifth in pro football focuses, proprietary elusiveness rating, uh, which is great for a guy that doesn't have the speed that just the pure speed. But he is a tough tackle. He gives defenders bad angles. He breaks tackles. And he's a better receiver than expected. 51 targets for Javante Williams, Brian. And he caught all but eight of those throws. And I love that he had 51 targets in a split season. So what happens if Melvin Gordon's gone and, he's, and, his, work, and his workload goes, instead of getting like 45% of the workload, what happens if he has 75% of the workload? You know, now does those 51 targets turn into 81 targets? You know, now we're, you know, now we're in Austin Eckler total touch territory. That's what we hope for. That's the hope, right? It's so, worth it's worth somewhat buying low at this point in hopes of that happening. Yes. There's concern Gordon stays, but yeah, then obviously things change. It's worth But Javante Williams just yeah, I you know I just I love the guy so much. I'm willing to go against my better judgment and take him here. All right, last pick of the first uh, first round of our far too early mark draft. What do you think? Yeah, with the 12th pick, I certainly would have taken Javante Williams with 12 or 13. He's like the perfect guy at the turn or early second. So I'm feeling a little sniped right now. Uh, so it's 
definitely a running back here. There's four or five running backs. See, I pick. don't think it, I, to me it would not be a running back. Really? Here, that's just me. All right. Well, I, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. I, I admittedly don't love it. Um, there's still other good running backs out there. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, we'll, talk, uh, Joe, we'll talk about some of the, notable, the notables that didn't land in here in a second. But uh, I'll go Dalvin Cook. Somewhat of a down year. I uh, missed some time with the shoulder injury. But for the most part, his lower body stayed intact. That's all we really care about with, mm-hmm. with a running back. Turns 27 in August. Uh, so he's still in his prime years. The Vikings offensive line, nah. not good no. this past year, right? Sure to be addressed in the draft. We've been saying the, that for 10 years. I know, but they should, they should uh, most certainly do that. This offseason, uh, offensive-minded head coach Kevin. Uh, I always O'Connell. Keep, O'Connell. I always think of Kevin Connolly too. Don't e, even put e that in. My, don't even put that, Don't even put that in my head. I don't. I don't want to start picking I, up. That. I always. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't want to do that to you. Uh, so, but he's uh, he's on his way in. He's an offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Dalvin Cook is who I go with. Uh, again, I, I don't love it, but I think I think uh, he has a better year than last year. I think we see more of the 2020 numbers if, if he stays healthy. Uh, still a very good offense he plays for. Again, if they, if they can improve that offensive line, his numbers will go right along with it. Do you know he's wearing number four next year? Dalvin Cook? Yeah. He's no, changed. I didn't know that. So a little less paint on the jersey. <laughs> That's not That's why. That's going to knock some That's time. That's not why. That's going to knock, like a, <laughs> make him a little tick faster, too. So I like that. All right. So let's I don't like about- the single-digit numbers on running back, so I hate it. I, it frustrates me as well. Uh, let's talk about some of the guys who didn't make the first round. I am stunned at how many of the mock drafts they've seen out there already, the other people's early mock drafts, that have Christian McCaffrey in the first round. And by the way, like mid-first round, like pick five, pick six. For Christian McCaffrey, have we learned nothing? Yeah, I mean, when he plays, he's the best. But two straight years now, he doesn't play a full year or anything close to that. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not like like you said earlier. You you can win. He could win you your league in the first round if he plays a full season. He hasn't been doing that, but he will lose your league if right. you take him in the first round and he gets hurt, which he has been. We hope we hope he doesn't, but he's showing that's what happens. Let's stay with running backs. Alvin Kamara not taken in the first round. I did right. not like that the Saints team right now, as of this recording, are $72 million over the cap. There is a major bloodletting that's going to happen there. Sean Payton Total reorganization. Yeah, Payton bailed because he's a baby, (laughs) and he got out now, and this whole team could be set to implode. And I, I don't know. And we saw... Camara with, you know, season with career lows and like yards per carry, just the overall effectiveness was so far down for him. You know, maybe, you know, maybe the Saints find their way to a good quarterback. Maybe it's not as bad as I think, but based on what's coming, we know there's a ton of change coming and I don't know how that's going to shake out for Alvin Kamara right now in early February. Agreed. What do you think on, uh, on Joe Mixon, neither yeah. of us take, took Joe Mixon. Yeah. I mean, he's, again, like he was kind of, I was between Cook and Mixon for the 12th pick. Um, love Joe Mixon. He's certainly, his usage rate has been high the last mm-hmm. four or five years. And Samaj P. Ryan looks pretty good. Yeah. not saying he's going to be the starter next year, but I think we just see, I think they, you know. It could try be more to of a timeshare than A little it's more been. of a timeshare yeah. than it's been. So that, that, that was my concern with Mixon. And one guy who I think we could see vault into the first round uh is A.J. Brown if Aaron Rodgers ends up in Tennessee. Yeah, that would put Brown. That'd be, like, be he would have been the 12th pick. Yeah. I'd probably take Brown as it stands right now with the, the first pick in the second round coming back. 
uh, after taking Dalvin well, Cook. Well, let's talk about the other obvious wide receiver omission that neither of us picked, and I, I would have gone here at the end of the – if I had picked 12, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Are we overreacting to a disappointing November, December? He's just – he has those – Dud weeks. I know. That hurts. And he's just not consistent enough. And but when he goes off, he goes off hard. Yeah, and but for two the two years prior to this one, he was very consistent. Well, mostly consistent. In, in a in a best ball format, I would feel more comfortable taking him in the first round than a, mm-hmm. a standard league where I gotta set my lineup. But uh yeah, I mean he, he's he's not a spike week player, but he's kind of close and those guys are dangerous. I I worry that we're overreacting to you know what were what was ultimately some some real troubles for the Kansas City offense for you know about six weeks in November December when we know over the bulk of his time Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes has been pretty damn good receiver and I'm I'm worried I'm worried that I'm overreacting right now recency bias right now but we'll see we got a lot of time to figure it out half a year you sure do. Mm-hmm. It's weird to think it's going to be half a year before we're doing this for real again. Half a year. I might be on the clock in a best ball draft right now. <laughs> still, if you want to get out there and draft people, you can do it. You, it can be done right now. It's never it's never the off season, and that's why we're glad you not joined anymore. us. Um, tomorrow, next week, excuse me, not tomorrow, we will break down Super Bowl in excruciating detail, all the from a fantasy standpoint, like we always do, letter grades, all that good stuff. So... That is all coming. We encourage you to uh, to subscribe and check out next week's show as well. Our last uh, our last opportunity to break down real football. Do We're not doing we, the Pro Bowl. Should we break down? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'll, I'll throw this Pro Bowl tidbit out there because I know they do have contests on DraftKings, and it's total mm-hmm. total BS. But go with the guys who seem least deserving to be there. Or because like they the try less, the hardest. They try the hardest. They usually get the most playing time, too. Uh, so I think like, You don't want the starters because the starters come out late. Yeah. Go come with out the, early. Come out early. Yes. Uh, go with the quote unquote scrubs. They're not. They're all great players, of course. But yeah, go with the uh, the lesser named guys because they usually price everyone the same in those contests. I'm I'm trying I'm trying not to play in them because it. <laughs> you play in Pro Bowl DFS. I like oh, I've the done angle, it before. Though. No, I like the angle. I actually had a pretty good hit years ago using that angle, just going with like, the guys who you assume are going to come in in the third quarter and they play like, like the, the whole the second, second half. half. Yeah. yeah, because you know nobody wants. Well, Tom Brady's not playing in it, but you know you don't want a Tom Brady level care uh, uh, person to blow out their knee in the Pro Bowl. I mean, it's you know it's all bad, but that would be worse. Yep. So. Like I think Mac Jones is in the Pro Bowl now. Like he's my top quarterback <laughs> in the Pro Bowl. That's who I'd be uh, banking I on. Is Mac I love Jones. it, and nobody will have Mac Jones. No, you know his ownership percentage is gonna be like eight percent. Because he didn't throw any touchdowns in the regular season, but nobody's trying to tackle anybody in the Pro Bowl. Nope. Which is great. I didn't knew. they not play the Pro Bowl for at least like one year? Yeah. Like they, they did. do it was just yeah, an uh, honorary yeah. mention thing. And it was. It was. They should go back to that. They if should. I was the general manager or an owner, I'm like, you are not playing in this game. Like, I don't care if you don't get paid for it. I will pay you out of my own pocket to ensure to not you play. to not play so you don't get hurt. Although, oddly enough, almost nobody does get hurt. I mean... Yeah, you know, there's been only a couple of cases where there's been significant injury in the Pro Bowl. Do you remember? This is like back in the '90s. Uh, they would do like a beach flag oh, football Edwards. game. Edwards, yeah. yeah, Patriots running back Edwards. I forget yeah. his first name. Blew out his blew knee. out his knee. Ended his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing beach volleyball or beach football. Or I think something. it was like beach flag football or yeah. Yeah, dodgeball or something like that. Yeah. That happened, but that was, that was it. Was it was like 25 years ago? 
Those are different times. Yeah, you are older than we thought. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everybody. Talk to you in a week. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.